Art Biz Show is here to help artists like you find the path towards art success. Hello, artists, and thank you for joining me, your host, JC, with the ArtBizShow.com. Today, let's talk about the artist packet, exactly what that means and what you're going to want to include with it before you send it out to galleries, exhibition opportunities, all that kind of stuff. All right, now as we kind of dig into it, kind of pick it apart, exactly what is an artist packet? What are you going to want to include? So when you really break it apart, we're talking about a cover letter or also known as a letter of intention and proposal. You're going to want to include some image samples. Of course, your artist statement, your resume, your biography, any kind of press clippings you may have accumulated. Also, some sort of a, you know business card or business material. And uh, if, if you really want uh, a self-addressed envelope. But, you know, that only if you want the materials you've included to be returned to you. That's about it. All right, so let's talk about the proposal. There's also the cover letter and the letter uh, of application. Now, it's best if you have it personalized for the recipient. So with that being said, you're going to want to know exactly who will be receiving it, who really looks at the cover letter, the proposals. And with the proposal, it's essentially you're explaining why your art is a good fit for that venue. So that, that means describing the exhibit, uh, all the details, and the, the pure essence that you'll be bringing to their space. But remember, this is not your resume section, so keep it strictly on the proposal. Now, as far as length, uh, we're looking at half a page or a full page will work best. You will also want to cover uh, how your show is in alignment with the gallery's style and mission. And what makes you qualified and able to stick out. So like what kind of traits does your art have that your prospect needs or is looking for? And it's important to uh, you know be, be positive all throughout the entire proposal and have fun with it. Uh, consider test, uh, including testimonials from collectors of yours. And remember, no fluff. Keep it direct and on point. Another thing to consider with the cover letter is, are the vibes consistent with who you are and what your art is? And also ask yourself, include in the proposal, who is included, what it is where it will be why it should be there and how you will achieve it all right now let's talk about the resume uh, keep it very simple to a employment very comp comparable to a an employment resume for sure now ideally you'd want it between one to three pages uh, it will outline your education, professional experiences, uh, past exhibitions, any awards you may have won, press you may have been covered by, uh, any art, artist residencies, art collections that you're in. Now, when we're talking about professional experiences, this includes any kind of vi volunteering work you may have done, any internships, uh, lectures or teaching opportunities you pursued, uh, artist workshops or any kind of instructioning work 
any art-related freelancing you may have done, again, any artist residencies you may have attended or been accepted to, your showing history, awards and professional achievements, uh, any media coverage, and be sure to provide links. And be sure to include any kind of upcoming projects or collaborations or whatever. Now, a pro tip here is when you're writing your past exhibitions, you may want to say selected exhibition and then the information. It, you know, kind of shows to the reader that you may be leaving some out when maybe, maybe you are, maybe you're not, but hey, selected, that's what you're, you have selected for the viewer to see. But now, of course, the most important thing that I will say throughout this entire show, it is the most important that you do not give any false information. You do not lie. It is all legitimate and it has all happened that you have all the copyrights to all the images, everything. Don't be a liar. That's for sure. Now, especially in this day and age of uh, information interwebs, you know, just a quick Google search will show all the information on you, your art series, everything. Oh, so don't lie. Come on. Now, obviously, you're going to want to quadruple check for typos, grammar errors. Definitely, uh, you go through it and then give it to friends and family. You know, have everyone check it. Just quadruple check that everything is grammarly, grammarly, no grammatical errors. Blech. You know what I'm saying. Whoa. Again, in your resume, you're going to want to list specific and relevant duties and tailor your resume to the recipient. Always, always make sure that your contact information is updated, not outdated. And please, make it super easy to read. Use bold or italic fonts to guide the reader. Use a clean format with margins. Maybe even use bullet points for extra attention. And absolutely include accomplishments, not only jobs. All right, the artist's statement. This is designed to inform everyone about your concepts and ideas behind your art, including influences, motivations, and its innovation. Keep it to the point. Generally between 100 to 150 words in simple language. No jargon. Ugh. Now be sure the first sentence grab the reader's attention. Grab them in. Suck them into the world. And again, I can't express this enough. No jargon. You're writing for people without any art background. These are the, the gallery viewers, the people that go to the exhibition. Write it for them. They cannot read your mind. But most of all, make it engaging. Don't be afraid to be emotional, theoretical, political, professional, enthusiastic. Write for the bridge that'll bring the viewer from to your point of view. Guide them to see your art the way you perceive it, the way it needs to be perceived. Now, it's generally suggested that you write it in first person, but, you know, I mean, I suggest write it for your reader's experience as well as your brand's intention. Now, remember, your words should match the art. If these are sophisticated pieces, 
you maybe use sophisticated language. If they're more, but not too sophisticated. If it's more childish, maybe use more childish language. Or if it's a timely piece, use a dated language. But because the artist statement is so important, it's it's suggested that you definitely write more than one version with different perspectives, different views, and then, you know, maybe talk to uh, friends, family, see what they think would resonate most with your audience, or even talk to the, the, the gallery, see what they think. Now, if you're a little unsure of what to write for your artist statement, here, let's start with these questions. What is your art? How did you produce it? What has motivated you to create it? What message are you trying to tell the viewer? What influenced your work? What techniques did you use? Who, exactly who is your art for and why? And what makes your work unique? Now, once you've written your artist statement, I, I find it very important to ask yourself, does your statement allow the reader to envision your work without actually seeing the work? So if a reader reads it and can clearly envision the emotions, the visuals, the intentions and meanings behind your work without even being in front of it, we're just reading it. Oh, that's solid. So really the artist statement is the overall vision for the individual piece and or the body of work which will allow the viewer insight into your unique creative perspective. This allows, this allows for the opportunity for the viewer to form an emotional connection and deeper relatability to your work. So when it comes down to the general relationship between your work and the viewer in a gallery, uh, the viewer typically only has the work the title, and the artist statement. Now, that's if there's no art dealer, you know, breathing down their neck. So anyway, it's very important to get an, a non-artist opinion on, the, on your artist statement as well as an artist opinion. All right, so when we're talking about a biography, tell your story. You have to start with your name, your medium, and your techniques. What themes have you followed? Talk about what your journey has been to get where you are now mentally and physically. What were some milestones in your journey that helped sculpt and refine who you are at this point in your life? Now, it's ideal for the length to be between 50 to 130 words. Where have you personally found inspiration along the way? Remember, this is about you, not your work. That's the difference between an artist statement and an artist biography. The artist statement is about your works. The bio is about you. You may also want to cover uh, any kind of education and training you may have had. Uh, what are your artistic philosophies? Include any kind of unique artistic style, techniques, and themes please, no rambling, keep it to the point. 
Now again, get several artists and non-artists to proofread it. There better not be any spelling or grammatical errors. And consider different bios for different events. So consider some occasions might be better for more educational-themed bios versus a philosophical bio or inspirational spark bio. All different kinds. Think about it. Now, you're going to also want to include photos of the work in your artist packet. Now, we're talking um, like a CD of the images or a flash drive or more traditional slides of your artwork or just an itemized printed copy of the works with titles, sizes, and names. Now, it's very important in any circumstance to include these images of the works. Now, just remember, we live in a hacky kind of world. So if you're sending a digital artist packet, uh, the uh, recipient may be a little apprehensive to open up the image files or PDFs. So just keep that in mind. No one really wants a uh, computer virus. Make sure that they're high-resolution images. This is 500-plus DPI with a JPEG file format. Now, it's important that you have an image list to correspond with these images. Now, the image list refers to each photo with information such as the title, date completed, the medium, size dimensions. Now, when we're talking about size dimensions, we have three axes. It's the X, which is, which is the width, the Y, which is the height, and the Z, which is the depth. Now, like I said earlier, uh, typically uh, people want these in digital images on CDs or DVDs or flash drives, mostly preferred, but in very rare circumstances, uh, you'll be asked for 35 millimeter slides, which is quite old school. But you may want to inquire, see what they... Uh, prefer most before sending out snail mailing your artist packet to the uh, the gallery or exhibition space. And finally, lastly, the self-addressed stamped envelope. Now this is only relevant or important uh, if you want them to send you back anything that you've sent the gallery space. Uh, be sure to um, that the self-addressed envelope is large enough to fit all the material that you've sent out. Hey, Listen, listen to these words. Be sure that you have enough postage stamps on it for it to be properly mailed back to you. Now, if you're taking this route, ask yourself. Ask, ask yourself this. Will it need to protect any of my material on its treacherous journey back to me? Now, if so, get a fancy envelope or whatever will work for you. Perhaps similar to... Uh, the one you initially purchased to send it out in. All right, you artist entrepreneurs. Thanks a lot for listening. I appreciate every ear. Thank you for joining us on the Art Biz Show. Learn more at artbizshow.com. That is A-R-T-B-I-Z-S-H-O-W.com. Artbizshow.com. See the show notes for more helpful info. Check out our other episodes and please share this with those who need it most. Subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter at 
ArtBizShow, Instagram at ArtBizShow, and Facebook at ArtBizPro. Support will help us to help artist communities. You can support us at www.patreon.com slash ArtBizPro. No donation is too small or large.